na 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 Batman! Na 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 Real awkward! Guys, welcome to Real Awkward, the most awkward podcast you've heard today. Yep. My name's Andy. I'm Amanda. And unfortunately, we have a counterpart out today somewhere. She's dead. She <laughs> fell off a cliff and died on impact. That's right. Uh, if you guys clicked on the beautiful thumbnail, mm-hmm. this episode is about... Batman. Batman. <laughs> they should have changed his name. Hey, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> hey, who's? Are you guys really scared of Batman? <laughs> no, I'm scared of Batman. I'm I'm Batman. But I'm not scared of Batman. I'm not scared of Batman. So, guys, this is our 101 episodes. Amanda, can you tell them a little bit about our 101 episodes? Sure, as I pick my teeth. <laughs> um, so basically, we've had a handful of them. We basically kind of go over. Like, if you, for some reason, live on the planet Earth, you don't know who Batman is. Right. We're gonna give you the overview. We're gonna kind of like. Kind of give you the starter's course. Right. We're going to talk to you about the Dark Knight, which is also Batman. That's one of his many... Oh, she's back. (laughs) We're giving you the intro course. So we've done a handful of these. We've had wrestling, anime, comic books. Right. So um, this is really like... You're going to dip your toe. Yeah. If you are somebody that knows everything about Batman, this episode is not for you. But if you want to rehash and you want to relive the amazing, fantastical voyage that is Batman and his origin. Come along and ride on this <laughs> fantastic <Batman> voyage. <laughs> Batman, batty man, batty, batty man, batty, bat, Batman. Uh, okay, guys, Batman 101. Oh, here we go. Where are the other drugs going? You answer to me. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Okay, number one, you know where that voice came from? Christian Bale. Yeah, yes, that was Christian Bale. <laughs> but the voice, he was mimicking the teacher in the first Spider-Man. Do you remember that teacher that comes in the college and he goes, if I hear either of you talking again, I will fail you in this course. I do not. Am I understood? Yeah. In like Sam Raimi's Spider-Man? Yeah, go back and watch it. It's I like won't. It's like <laughs> It's like this <laughs> professor. Uh-huh. He's like an African-American guy with glasses uh-huh. and they're all talking. He's like, I kid you not, you will fail this course. Interesting. And so apparently, like that voice, like caught on, and Christian Bale was like, "Yeah, I want it to kind of sound like that." It's wild. It like, is a weird voice because it's kind of like, okay, you put the suit on, and then all of a sudden you're. Oh, you're, you're well, you're, to you're, me, you're, I'm like, dude, your vo- your throat must hurt. I would. I guarantee you that man had a lodge, like a lozenge, and water every day, ready to go after every take. Well, just like, and his teeth are just like so perfect and white yeah, you that it was like, dude. Pete Holmes does the best. Like he's just making fun of him. Like it was really good. Okay, guys, welcome to Batman 101. You don't know about Batman. Here you go, and you will now know. You don't know know about Batman. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) This 45-minute podcast is literally going to uh, give you all the Batman knowledge you need. Number one, Batman debuted in 1939. Now, this is not going to be boring. I'm not going to throw just a bunch of dates at you, but it debuted in Detective Comics. If you guys didn't know, Detective Comics is also known as DC. So when you think about <gasps> right? Blow my mind. So when you think about Marvel versus DC, the two comic book brands, that's what DC is, okay? Detective Comics, the 27th issue, created by Bob Kane and it was solely Bob Kane until 2015 when they found out there was another guy that drew up Batman named Bill Finger. Bill 
Finger. Bill Finger. Yep. So <laughs> they legitimately did not give him credit back in the day. Why? And well, there's a dispute that I'll tell you a little bit about here. Uh, but basically, his family figured it out and fought for his rights. He didn't get rights until 2016. Wow. Yeah. And I hope so he got a good old paycheck. They for have retroed everything. Good. That used to be Bob Kane only is now Bob Kane and Bill Finger have created Batman. Good. Crazy, right? So That's some bullshit. Right. So you guys know Batman, okay? In general. Good old Bill Finger. <laughs> Batman is a superhero dressed like a bat to instill fear in his victims. And his victims are normally criminals and people and that are bad. And he's called the man bat. And he, <laughs> and he, he is basically a, ge- a giant man, giant man bat. He is a, a, a giant bat and a man put together in a costume. That's what's funny about Batman is that he was created because they had a request for more superheroes after the success of Superman. Yes. So they were like, we need more people. And they're like, one second, I'll make a Batman. Like you could think there could have been any other superheroes out there. Yeah. But they choose a bat. Like that's crazy that that caught well, on that much. The, honestly, like it's the, nuts. the imagery of Batman is like instantly iconic. It is it's striking. Yes. The, 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 the cape is striking. It is. Um, yep. I mean, funny. It, it didn't used to be. So when they first created Batman, his original design, okay, mm-hmm. was more like a clone of Superman. He had red tights, no boots, no gloves, and a small domino mask like Zorro. That's what Batman looked like. What? What did they do to my boy? That was his original look. And, and so they were kind of like, I think we need to make him a little darker than that. So oh, they yeah. decided to throw a cowl on him, okay? They added the, uh, they added the ears, and then they also took away what they had in place of wings was basically like two cardboard wings that were stuck on his arms and stiff that he had to run around <laughs> with. Oh, poor little Batman. So in creating him, uh, Bob Kane and Bill Finger. Bill Finger. Uh, they went back to inspiration like Da Vinci bird wings, the ones that okay. like could fl- fly yeah. open. And they were like, no, this looks epic. So once they d- designed the character up, threw some blacks and grays in there, boom. He looked beautiful. The one thing I always really liked about Batman was that he wasn't, he had physically no extra powers. No. So Batman has no superpowers. He has no superpowers. Everything is based on his wits, his physical strength. Yep. And that he has spent years developing. And and I hate to say this way, his money. He's rich, which is funny, is that could be a superpower. Well, it is. And they and make fun of it, right? Because Justice League, the <laughs> yeah. Flash goes, what's your superpower? And he goes, I'm rich. I'm just rich. And he's like, that makes sense. I'm rich. But they cut it out of the Snyder Cut. I know, because they, they thought it was silly. That's my favorite fucking part of so, the Justice League. <laughs> I'm rich. So, Batman was, when they were writing, it was in the 1930s and 40s. So, they wanted a combination of Dick Tracy, Zorro, and Sherlock Holmes. I can get it. Right? So when they were creating the character, they were like, let's do something that kind of puts all of this together. So obviously, Detective Comics, you've got the Sherlock aspect of it. You've got the- Dick Tracy weirdo villain. Yeah, and and a detective, right? The noir feel. Yep. And then you've got Zorro with the action and the secret identity stuff. And the black. Right. Yep. And so- I can get it. You throw it all together, and they're like, boom, we got a Batman character- it first debuted in like action comics in like an ad, like check this episode out or this issue out for Batman. They debuted it. People loved him. They totally got into it. Now, uh, oh, I almost forgot. When they were working on the design of Batman, they put gloves back on him because they were like, we shouldn't have him leave fingerprints. 
So they decided to put gloves on him. And then, of course, it's it's evolved through the years, right? Uh It's changed. It's not, he's not just in spandex anymore. In full no, on. he's not a weirdo in a morph suit. Right, and you already talked about his abilities. So his general abilities, he's got oh, yeah, no sorry. superpowers, but he's got gadgets, yes. vehicles, he's rich, expert in hand-to-hand, uh, he has tech, and he has armor. And he has a legit utility belt that with is... shark repellent. <laughs> That's actually, I'm going to talk about that in a the little bit. The utility belt? The utility belt, first thing ever created in comics, to have something like that. But basically, Batman is prepared for any situation. Yes. So if you are going to say he has a superpower, he literally can predict anything that may happen to him. Sure. In any scenario. I think that's fair. He's prepared. Right. And then he is the only superhero that actually has a signal that's asked of him to come somewhere. Correct. Right. Gotham City. Yeah. He's in Gotham City. It's a cruel, terrible world. So if you guys don't know the Batman origin story, basically his parents, Thomas and Martha Wayne, rich, developing... Uh, not real estate, but like they're involved in the community Old that way. Money. Right. Uh, they're killed at a theater uh, by a criminal that literally is just looking for some money. So he tries to steal Martha's pearls. Uh, Thomas gets in the way and he shoots him yeah. and they die. And Bruce is right sitting there Bruce. with his parents dead in front of him. And from that moment on, he decided he was going to be a protector of the city of Gotham and he claimed vengeance on any criminals. So that was like, that's the origin story of Batman. Yes. And everyone kind of seen that it's played out in a lot of movies the cartoons, whatever. Everyone's seen that death scene over and over again. Zack Snyder with the pearls bouncing. Why are like, you saying that name? <laughs> for like a half an hour or so. So here's some fun facts about Batman in his origin, okay? Uh, in the 1940s, they did a spinoff um, of Batman in his own series. So it was just Detective Comics. He was okay. just the Batman in Detective Comics. He was just like... A character that came in and out. Got it. Of got the it. Series. Got it. He got popular enough that they were like, "Dude, we got to make a Batman comic." Yeah. So they make a Batman comic. Um, this is in between like 1940, 1942. They lay out Batman's entire origin, everything that he's from, and most of his villains in those two years. Everything else has just been a rehash, retelling, or some crazy change in the story. So all the bad guys Almost, were introduced. Not all of them. No, oh. not all of them. Um, but a lot of nuggets and stuff were placed about the characters they would want to make, hmm. like down the line. So interesting. And I'll talk about the Rogues Gallery, which is the villains okay. here in a little bit. So, uh, in the uh, 1940s, okay, it's wartime, right? We just did a World War One. About to go into a World War Two. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, got everything it. is dark. Captain America's punching Hitler. Yes. <laughs> got it. But Batman is dark. Yes. He often killed his. Uh, his criminal victims uh-huh. or maim them. Yes. Like he was brutal. Like he, yes. there was n- no F's given. Mm-hmm. Batman would F them up. So uh, it was that way uh, basically until they did the introduction of Robin. And the reason they brought Robin on board is because they wanted a Watson for Sherlock. Oh, okay. So when they were like, oh, we need a detective stuff, it's like, well, who can Batman talk to about this stuff? No one understands it. He needs somebody else that could be like, his supporting his sidekick, right? And I that's always thought where... that they, I always assumed that they brought in Robin to um, try and appeal to a younger audience. Well, yes, because he was actually called the Boy Wonder. Yes. So that makes sense, right? In general, uh-huh. of where Robin kind of happened. But uh, when he started to team up with Robin, he kind of changed his stance in the 1960s. He was 
more moral, a better citizen. Uh, and it was more adventure stories rather than like dark crime drama. Yeah. At the same time in the 1960s, the show uh, with Adam West. Yes. Went, and Billy Ward. Went campy. Like, oh, it was super campy. So campy. So imagine for the longest time, Batman's this dark, gruesome, yeah. like brooding guy. And then one day he's like, gee, Willikers, Batman. And Holy like, he's in there donut, like, Batman. Yeah, what are we going to do, Robin? Like, and everybody remembers that show for the most part. Uh, with and that your, was the one where he would punch somebody yeah. and it would be like, <laughs> bam. bam! Like pull stuff out of the comic books and stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, Batman gained most of his popularity that wasn't comic fans yeah. from that TV show. Sure. So no one really knew. If you didn't know about Batman, now you know about it. It's a famous TV series. Introduced a lot of the villains that you remember, right? You've got Jokers and uh, poison, poison Ivy's, Catwomans, yeah. like all of that type of stuff goes in, okay? Uh, super campy. Well, after the show died, okay, mm -hmm. after it was over... Uh, Batman interest just waned. Really? No no pun intended. Okay. Bruce oh, Wayne. Oh, sure. When did and, the show end? Uh, I think it ended sometime in like 73 or okay, 4, okay. something like that. It was on for a long time. Sure. It was on for a long time. I so, used to watch the reruns on the Sci-Fi Channel in the mornings. Right. And it had just, it had a lot of cool nods to Batman. Yeah. And like he was always stuck in some trap from the yeah, bad oh, yeah. guy or something like that. So anyway... Uh, and I think I said this, Bruce Wayne has like a split personality. He is a rich philanthropy, like playboy, playboy that, you know, bodes as a financial investor slash like uh, a political, like aid, all sorts of things. Yeah. Right? He just has money, just always uh -huh. has money. Okay. He's in a huge mansion. He's got a butler. Uh, that's Bruce's way. Like he's with a new girl all the time. That's yes. the Bruce Wayne playboy. But then at night he throws on the cowl, gets dark, gets gritty, goes, beats the shit out of bad guys with all his cool gadgets. So problem is super campy. Batman wasn't cool anymore. Sure. Okay. It's like, it's like 1980s. I mean, it was corny back in the 60s. Well, and they're still making the comic book at this time, but then it's like the eighties. You start to get into the gritty eighties, like movies. If you uh -huh. remember, if you go back to the eighties, everything's like, this like gritty, like Rocky's gritty and, uh, and sci-fi movies start to get gritty. Yeah. So, uh, they wanted to take him back to his dark roots, back to like his thirties, forties yeah. stuff. And that's when the dark Knight returns from Frank Miller was written. Cause they were like, I want to make Batman back to like this gruesome, scary yeah. dude. Okay. So the only thing that didn't change, though, is they kept his moral code that he would never kill anyone. Got it. So that's where it happened. Like, Batman used to be that way, but now he's dark. He creeps everybody out, freaks them out, beats the crap out of them, but he won't kill them. Uh -huh. So that's kind of never changed. Ever since then, ever since 86, when the series uh, for The Dark Knight uh, happened, uh -huh. he, Batman has always kept this moral compass, okay? Okay. And what's crazy is later in the stories... Batman fights his sidekicks because some of them are like, dude, you got a moral code that gets us into shitty situations. Yeah. It's like, if you would have killed him, we would have never seen him again. Oh, yeah. So some of his Robins and other things like that, he ends up fighting with. So uh, another problem with him is that he was portrayed up until that point to basically be invincible. Like, he was just a man, yeah. but he never died. He never really got hurt. Yeah. And he was basically running around in spandex and everyone started to question it. So like readers and like other 
Uh, He's not infallible. Right. They were just kind of like, okay, at this point, like Batman gets some cuts and bruises, but dude, that guy would break his neck in some of these fights and things that he would do. So in 1990, where it was already getting dark, they finally had Batman get hurt. And there was a, a series called Nightfall. Okay. That's when Bane is introduced yes. and he's this brooding, strong dude and he breaks Batman's back. Yes. So that was a pivotal point for Batman because at the first time you're like, oh, he's a man. Like he's he can a, still he's be. He's just a person. He can still just get the shit beat out of him. Yeah. He's not just going to stand up and wake up the next day, right? So that's when they start to introduce all of these, like uh, the Robin that was in there before takes over for Batman. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I know this isn't a Robin 101, but Robin was Batman's sidekick. Mm-hmm. It's Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson, just like Bruce Wayne, who is Batman, lost his parents in a horrible accident. The Flying they, Grayson. Flying Grayson. So they're at the circus, and they try to do a move, and they both fall off the trapeze bar, and they die. Yes. Okay? Makes Dick Grayson another orphan, troubled childhood. Batman takes him under his wing, teaches him how to be him. And then when Batman breaks his back, Robin's like, I got to step in as Batman. Now I need a new Robin. Uh-huh. So that's when you started to get this recirculating like Robins. There yes. was always these new Robins and stuff that Batman had, but Batman never really changed who he was until Dick Grayson took over the role of Batman. Yeah. So Robin becomes Batman. Then you get a new character and the character is Jason Todd. Yes. Jason Todd is the second Robin. Um, Jason Todd was like, he had a rough go on the streets. Uh, Bruce Wayne took him in, was like, hey, like I want to help you out. And then when he found out that, that Dick Grayson was Robin, or uh, excuse me, was the new Batman. We needed a spot for Robin to fill. Yeah. That ended up happening. Uh, and then this is where things get crazy. So in the comic books, they had never done like reader chooses what happens. Like choose your own story. Okay. So in this, they asked the readers, would you like Jason Todd to die or not? Right. Right. And so it was a small margin. Uh, it was something like 54%, but it was oh, wow. enough of a percentage they killed him off, and that's the first time that Batman takes a real loss. Like, aside from his parents. Is that death in the family? This. Yeah. yeah. So that's the one where Joker actually kills it's Jason Todd. Up. It is really, really messed up. But, like, this is where they he, start and to... It's like, it wasn't an accident. Like, the Joker murders Murders him. him. And this was a comic book where you have a beloved character for such a long time yeah. die. Now, Grace, it's Jason Todd. He's not Dick Grayson. Sure, but, he, but you know... But Jason Todd was Robin for a long time, mm-hmm. and him and Batman had a relationship. So now... You, you don't just play with Batman's emotional issues. You play with his, like, connection to his sidekicks. Mm-hmm. Like, Joker's not just, like, capturing somebody and messing with them now. He's, like, literally, like, destroying mm-hmm. his life. So yeah. that's where things got really crazy. Uh, and uh, this was, like, two... Uh, I don't know when this was. I didn't write that down. I want to say 90... Death in the Family was late 90s, early 2000s. Something like that, right? Because yeah. there was a long time in 90s, and my dad was a Batman fan, and yep. and so 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 was I. Yep. And um, like the Killing Joke came out in the 90s yep, and stuff did. like that. Yep. The Killing Joke is actually one of my favorite Batman stories, yep. along with The Long Halloween and yes. Arkham Asylum. And that's when they started to introduce other rogues, too, yes. like into that. And yep. um, I'm not going to go sure. into those, but sure. um, because I'm sure you're going to get into that yeah. stuff, but... Um, the Killing Joke was the very first comic I saw that was like a mainstream character. Yeah, that yep. was like death on the comics. Like, yeah, um, you know, because I used to read like the Tales from the Crypt and that kind of stuff. People would die. Sure, right. But like, it never felt as real. Or it, no, it was the first time powerful. that I had ever seen um, like a main character, like a like a Superman, Spider Man, oh, Captain sure. America, right, right, right. Yep. 
you're yep. seeing characters like get murdered. You're yeah. seeing crime yep. scenes. You're right. seeing all this stuff. <laughs> right. And I remember being like, whoa. Yeah, what is happening? Like they made it brutal. It was yeah. brutal. Yeah. And um, the killing joke was the, the one I remember. And yep. I still will read it from occasionally. And their scenes were like, there are women who get abused or murdered and right. stuff, and you're like, because that because oh. those, those are the type of criminals Batman actually takes out. Like, yeah, that's what he goes it's after. Like, it's not just a bank robber. No, yeah, right, right. And yeah. so yeah, like in Death in the Family, dude. Like, and then the subsequent stuff that happens, like with the Joker. Yeah, we. If this is something that we want to keep doing, we could easily do a Joker 101. Sure, absolutely. Like, we'd love to talk about the Joker, and I know that there's too much for just this episode oh to my go over God. with the Joker. Like, the Joker story gets yeah. nuts. Yeah, Joker's um, nuts. So it's crazy how violent yeah. these comics got. And I would say most of you should know who the Joker is, but he's basically Batman's main villain. He's the yes. yin to his yang. Like, yeah. he is the one that has always been, like... Given Batman a hard time, he right? He's literally yeah. pure chaos. Right. Um, so then in 2005 to 2013, they started the New 52 series. Okay. Uh, they were trying to start new storylines, uh, given Dick Grayson uh, as new Batman, new Robins being brought in, uh, creating new storylines around uh, the Flashpoint stuff. Like this is where like Batman's dad actually was uh, Thomas Wayne. He was Batman instead with like an alternate reality. Weird. Things started to just get really confusing. Like yeah. the, the new 52 was hard to follow for a lot of people. I never read it. And I think they were just getting almost too convoluted in themselves. Yeah. So they started a rebirth series <laughs> and the rebirth was also too uh, ambitious. And so that's basically where we're at today is that they just finished a lot of the rebirth stuff. Some, comics lasted some didn't but it was basically retelling of the stories for anybody that didn't know it because sure. these stories went for so long i mean these stories went for like 60 you have years. to rehash some stuff at some point right so at yeah. this point rebirth was supposed to give everybody a fresh take yeah. on it but it's also they're they're taking a lot of elements from what they've learned and throwing it back in there so again you get a little confused or you're looking at characters and stuff like that too so whatever that's kind of the main that's the comic line of batman and sure. where it's where it's came from okay so um, we talked about Batman's design and kind of where he was. Uh, one thing that they introduced for the first time that they really call back to is the Batcave. Yes. Right? And this is like something no one had ever really seen. Like you'd seen the Fortress of Solitude and yeah. you'd probably seen um, Wonder Woman's Island of Mascara and yes. stuff like that. But really like Batman's like true solitude like true confinement but all this tech and all of his vehicles are yes. in there and that's one thing that people forget he's got a vehicle for every situation oh dude, he's got a freaking helicopter and right. a plane and a jet yeah, ski a bat cop and what's cool about batman is they always have names for them like a yes. bat sub and the yes. bat copter and the batmobile yes um, but all of these things, they've gone through iterations, right? And we'll talk about the movies here in mm -hmm. a little bit, uh, which gave it more popularity and everything that had gone from there. So, Are we uh, going to talk about any shows? Yeah, we could talk about the animated shows okay. a little bit. Yeah, I was just going to put that in media, like uh, sure, alternate sure, sure, media sure, sure. in general. So I talked to you in the beginning about this drama and the rights, okay? Yeah. So Bob Kane, Bill Finger, back in the 30s, uh, Bob Kane had a ghostwriter. So DC had a... Uh, had a deal that it's like, you can have a ghostwriter, you can share your revenue, but we can have one person on the comic. We're not going to put any more than that. So Bob Kane straight up took the line. 
like said, I am the writer of Batman. Got it. Got and it. no one ever knew of Bill Finger. No one knew anything about him. Got he even it. helped like design Batman and everything. Sure. So they would do this ghostwriter when it was popular. Uh, the artists and the ghostwriters then, uh, if they had help from anybody, that DC policy had to go there. And the writer could be named um, and the revenue then could be shared, but you could only have one writer, which then it changed somewhere in like the 80s where you could have multiple writers on there, but it was uh-huh. only one. So I don't know if it was a rule just because they wanted it to look less messy or clean or they're supposed to be like one head honcho or something like yeah. that. But basically Bob King for the longest time refused to even acknowledge Bill Finger existed Whoa. when they were partners in creating what was going on. So all of this came to light in 2016 when they did Superman versus Batman. Interesting. And the family came out and said, whoa, 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 listen, I know he was involved in this. They, they ended up finding paperwork and and old art and like things like that that wow. was all Batman related and they retroacted everything back to 1939 with Bill Finger's name on as it as they should which is crazy it's crazy so we talked about sidekicks okay so early in Batman's creation, they decided uh, that he was a detective. He needed his Watson that we talked about for Robin, okay? When they did that, uh, they started to create the new Robins that I talked about, which were always important for Batman. Yes. But one thing about Batman is that he always tends to throw family or love interests in everything that he yes. does, okay? So we talked about Dick Grayson, was, was, who was the first Robin. Then we have Jason Todd, who died, Okay, who was this? Who was the other Robin? Now mm-hmm. he gets resurrected. This is another episode, but he gets resurrected in to a bad guy called the Red Hood. Yes. Okay. Then it goes to Tim Drake. Tim mm-hmm. Drake was a Robin who saw Dick Grayson's parents die mm-hmm. at the circus. He was sitting in the audience at the time. Mm-hmm. He Convenient. ends up right. He ends up befriending Dick Grayson and Bruce Wayne, which is Robin and Batman at the time, and then he ends up being the new Robin. Gonna okay. And then uh, last but not least is Damian Wayne. Yes. He's Ra Al Ghul's, or Ra's Al Ghul, who is another villain we'll talk about in a little bit, and Batman's DNA combined. So basically, mm. Batman and Ra's Al Ghul have a son together. Interesting. Right? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. So it's his DNA. Uh, Damian Wayne, he actually is the one Batman that has a lot of attitude. Like yes. he's like a, like a, Crazy teenager. Mm-hmm. Like, and obviously your DNA was spliced with a crazy martial arts master. Liam so, Mason. Right? <laughs> I will find you and I will take you. Yes. You will take me. So the and then, last but not least, there's actually a girl Robin. Her name's Stephanie Brown. I did not know that. Yep. And she, uh, she actually has jumped back and forth from Robin and Batgirl. Okay. Multiple times. So she's okay. taken the mantle when... When uh, Tim Drake needed help mm-hmm. and vice versa um, for the Batgirl stuff. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, at this point, the Robin thing, I think, is synonymous with Batman. Yeah. You always have to have a sidekick with Batman that never changes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's talk about the rogues, okay? This okay. is the Batman the villains, okay? So, this is really, really unique. So, Batman is known, Batman is known as probably having the most not only robust but the most individualized, unique, and probably coolest villains. Batman has the most iconic bad guys. Out of any of them. Yes. Okay? You, some people will argue Spider-Man is there too. I think Spider-Man's right, right up there with him. He's I would right, say for yeah. DC, it's Batman. For Marvel, it's Spider-Man. But DC has never shied away from real, like, like hard, serious content. Yes. Okay? Where a lot of these villains are... Brutal, misfigured, whatever. Yeah. Spider-Man, it's like, they're all 
PG still, yeah. I guess, right? Where you have yeah. a little bit more coming here. So we're going to go down this without Bat. You, you can't have Batman without his villains. Like yeah. his villains are iconic. So uh, first and foremost with Batman, his main villain is the Joker. Yes. Okay. They deliberately have made every single bad guy villain part of the opposite of Batman's personality. So this is what's cool when you go through all oh. of the villains and you'll start to like, you'll hit it and you'll be like, oh, okay. So the Joker, right? Batman's main villain. Uh, this was all about the look. So Batman, dark, brooding. Joker, colorful, yeah. flamboyant. Yes. Right? Uh, Batman stands for order. Joker's all chaotic. Yes. Like, so when it comes to Joker being like his... Quite literally, they are yin and yang. They are, yes. right? And and it's almost like there's no Batman without Joker. They even said it in the, the comic multiple book times. And the movie, they have right? said like you need me, right? And um, right. There are times, you know, it is, and there's a ton of comics where you're like, why won't he just kill the Joker? Yeah, right. Yep. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And almost, I'll be honest. Sometimes it gets annoying. Well, because he, and that's where some of his Robins. So Dick Grayson. Yeah. Okay. He is not opposed to killing. Now he has a pretty good moral code. He won't yeah. always kill. But if he has to, he will. Yeah. Him and Batman have gotten into a fight before, and Dick Grayson leaves Gotham. He, like, pieces out. And I mean, okay, He's can like, I just say one thing yeah. about Gotham? Yeah. <laughs> Why does anyone still live there? I don't know. I mean, I mean come on. Your property value must be pennies. <laughs> I think when you grow up, it's like, I want to fight for the town that I grew up in. Ugh. But it's, uh, so Gotham is supposed to resemble Chicago. So it's always been based on Chicago. When they do the movies, everything's filmed in Chicago. Mm. That's supposed to be the Gotham look-alike town, I guess. Interesting. Okay. Okay, continue. So next, we've got Catwoman. Now, what's funny is she's an anti-hero now. Yes. Back in the day, she was a true villain. She was like, she was his, she was a cat burglar. I don't like that she's right? now, like, the love interest. Well, and she's gone back and forth from it. Yeah. But truthfully, they created it because they needed a female Batman. Yeah, I can get it. So that's so they were just kind of like cat woman. Yep. How do we do this? Like we got a bat, we got a cat, and mm -hmm. I know at the time it seemed really, it probably seemed like a no brainer. Yeah. Like when you were creating the cartoon or not the cartoon, but the TV series in the '60s, it's like, oh, of course, yeah, throw a cat woman in there. Yeah. Like if he's a Batman, why would there not be a cat woman? Yeah. So totally makes sense. Um, Penguin. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, if you guys don't know about the penguin, the penguin's like a short, stouty little fella. Danny DeVito. And he's <laughs> and he's disfigured, like or not disfigured, but he he's, he's weird. He's not necessarily an attractive looking man. He's got a very no. big nose. Um, he's supposed to look like a penguin because he kind of waddles and is squatty that way. But in Batman, he is the outcast that's orphaned. So out of the Batman personality, that's why he's the villain. Is that he? resembles Batman's like uh tortured youth. And then that's what turned him in. Yeah, to I the always kind of thought it was like they were both rich. They both had, you know, everything, every opportunity essentially. Yeah. But one one was, was beautiful. One was attractive and yeah. one, was, one ugly, was ugly. And this is how their lives turned yeah, out. Yeah. So basically he is bat he's the side of Batman that's the outcast. Yes. Yep. Yep. So next is Ra's al Ghul. Mm -hmm. They had never had anybody that could hand to hand with Batman. Oh, okay, that makes there sense. There was nobody. There were makes like sense. all the villains were like, hey, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna set a little trap for you with or, my umbrella." Yeah, I'll get crazy with my yeah. flower, or I'll, you know, I'm a cat burglar, so I'll run around you. But like, this was the first person that they were like, "There's got to be a legitimate person that can hand to hand combat with yes. him." And in the story, 
Ra's al Ghul helps train Batman. So they've kind yes. of befriended each other sometimes, and other times they're some, a massive I, villain. I, one thing so, I do like about Batman is yeah. there are some stories where he has to work with them. Correct. Yep. Correct. Um, I kind of, I kind of, it works. Yep. Totally works. Uh, so then you have the Riddler. Yes. Okay. Riddler should be an easy one for most people. Batman's a detective. Riddler leaves things that he's supposed to solve. Yes. That's legitimately his only purpose. The Riddler's one of my favorite Batman bad guys. He's fantastic. And not only is because he's relatively intelligent, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. compared to a lot of other people. And the things he does for Batman is like, Batman doesn't fight Riddler. Batman thinks with Riddler. And that was what's cool when you have him being a detective is that now you've got this guy that only almost matches his wit. Joker doesn't match his wit. Joker's chaotic and crazy and he makes yeah. Batman go insane, but Riddler like matches his true wit. Mm-hmm. So uh then Batman is he's cre- he created uh the Batman persona to scare people. Okay? Well, what scares Batman? Scarecrow. So they needed they, they needed something. Batman induces fear. Well, then what scares fear? Scarecrow. So they needed to create Scarecrow never was one of my preferred bad guys sure. until the Arkham games. Right, right. And then yep. you're like, oh, fuck. Right. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah, what do we do here? What do we, His character design is incredible. Uh, no, Scarecrow, and even those levels that's in that game, yes. freaking epic. His character yeah. design in those games yep. with like the syringe fingers yep. is nuts. It's right. so cool. So next is Mr. Freeze. I love Mr. Kay? Freeze. Mr. Freeze is supposed to be Batman's brooding personality. Cold. Oh, okay. Mysterious. We'll kill the dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> yeah, Ice well, of Asia. Course, of course, they made him funny with Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movie. I but, fucking, I love but that But overall, movie. he's supposed to be like the stout, like, college professor. Yes. Like part he's of very Batman. Intelligent. Yes. And so that was supposed to be him, right? And they do work together sometimes. They do. And, his, and Mr. Freeze isn't. He's one of those guys that's like, he's not really a bad guy. He's always just been trying to protect either his wife, family, yes. or something like that. But he does bad things to get there. Yes. So um, next is Poison Ivy. Nobody matched his sex appeal. Oh, so when you okay. look at Batman, he's a playboy. Yeah. He's a playboy. And they needed another like character that could be like, Batman, you're sexy. I'm sexy Got too. It. Catwoman had that like... The feline like stuff. There was the attractiveness, but she was the female Batman. Yes. Poison Ivy was like, I'm gonna match your your sexual tension. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and of course, I don't know, and I, I researched it, but I don't know why they chose plants. She could have been anything, but it was pretty unique um that she I, could control plants. I wonder so. if it was just like Yeah. What haven't we hit yet? Sure, right, right. Like what I need, we need we something ice, different. We got ice. Yep. We got this. We got this. We got this. Like uh, next is Bane. Okay, Bane. Physical strength. Bane was the first one that could break Batman. Like he might got go it. hand to hand with Ra's al Ghul. Yeah. But strength, first one that Batman really like went after. Yeah. Really went brooding. Okay. Killer Croc. Yeah. First one that also lives in like a cave slash sewer. So they wanted oh, so they okay. wanted somebody else who was also like, like lived alone, away from people, was secluded. Okay, okay. So it's kind of like you start to like hit all of these and you're like, wait a minute. Like, okay. And then uh, the, I only have one more, Two-Face, Batman. He's two identities. Two identities. Yeah. Yep. And so they were like, well, why don't we have one in the same? 
for a villain. Mm-hmm. So if Batman has to be Bruce Wayne and Batman coexist, what if there's a guy that literally is two people yeah. all the time? So then last but not least, you got that, right? So there's some other characters that are in there that aren't as popular. Yeah. Um, obviously, I didn't say Harley Quinn, but Harley Quinn has never really been a Batman villain. No, she's, she's always not. been Joker's counterpart side chick slash counterpart yes. yeah and her origin story was always that she was in love with joker well and so she, she would just do what he she was not an original her. comic character she was nope. created for batman the animated series and she's she's which means she's relatively young she's in, the, in the 90s in the villain mm-hmm. series right so um but this is harley quinn's the first one that was ever uh, not comic related yes so that which i think is super cool yeah like to really go over now to be an iconic Batman villain who yeah. wasn't even an original Batman villain. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now you've got other Batman villains that they've done their best to like jump into the mainstream, but they've never really hit. So there's a couple there's, that there's Calendar Man, Clayface, the Clayface, Mad Hatter, Mad Hatter, Zaz. Yeah. Uh, you know, some of the, I, honestly they're kind of throwaway because they never had a lot of depth to them. There's one called Hush that they tried to jump yes. in there. Uh, there's also Red Hood. Which is Jason Todd, so it's yeah. already a character that was yeah. there previously. Um, there's Man Bat, yeah, right? Man Bat, stupid. He's quite literally <laughs> yeah. like you yeah. got Batman, let's right. do Man Bat, yeah, and, and he's supposed to be almost like Bizarro for mm-hmm. yeah. Superman, yeah. where he's like dumb, like he's not he's not intelligent, he's not at all. intelligent, no, no, not at all. So you you know, and then there's even like lesser known like characters down the Condiment road too. Man. It's there's some bad stuff. Like it's yeah. not it's not great. So uh his rogues though for the most part have been they're just the most iconic. They all yeah. stand alone. Yes. They they've been fantastic as villains in the movies. Um you know, I I can't imagine a Batman like universe without all the characters I listed. Now, you could maybe get rid of someone like Scarecrow or Ra's al Ghul and still make it work. Yeah, Killer mm-hmm. Croc. But they also don't have a lot of animal villains no. like in the Batman. A lot of them are humans that uh-huh. are, you know, have gone crazy or whatever. So, um, and then, oh, uh, and then my last bit is the uh, media. So yes. extra media. So um, I know everybody knows Batman for the most part, probably because the movies. You yeah. might not be a comic book fan. You might not have watched the animated series, but you definitely saw a Batman movie uh-huh, at some point. Uh-huh. So it skyrocketed Batman's popularity with the 1989 uh, Tim, Tim Burton. Burton Batman. It was so the good. Fir- yep. So imagine from the big screen, all you'd ever known was the Batman TV show. So when there's like, right. ba- yeah, you're like, Batman's coming into a movie. Oh my God. You're just, and you probably think you're going to see something like that again. The trailer hits and it's like this dark, brooding Batman. I gotta watch that again. It's, Fuck, I love dude, that movie so the, much. The freaking, the set design is amazing. Everything is iconic. The Batmobile. Yep, it's crazy. Jack Nicholson is the Joker. It's still like, my favorite, favorite Batman, uh, Batmobile to this day. It like, looks I, so cool. I love it. Uh, and then they had this crazy success with Batman Returns. Uh, it was supposed to be Madonna who was going to be Catwoman. And so Je- uh, Michelle, oh. yep, she couldn't do it. So Michelle Pfeiffer got the role. I think Icon- she's incredible. Iconic forever. Danny DeVito is the oh freaking penguin. I don't even know if anybody else can play the penguin better. We'll find out because Colin Farrell is supposed to be in the new one. Mm-mm, mm-mm, um, mm-mm. I just imagine it not being great. Okay. No. Then Joel Schumacher takes over for the third and fourth ones, and you get a little campy again, right? Yeah. We go back to 
Uh, we stay away from the dark and brooding, and now it's more like colorful. Can't, it was like insanely neon. campy. Yes, it was, and and it was more one-liners and jokes oh, from big Batman. Time. Well, because the so first you had what Batman Forever, Forever, which is Val two, Kilmer. Yep, and and the Riddler and Two Face. And Two Face. So Tommy Lee Jones and uh, Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. Now Jim Carrey plays a pretty good Riddler. I okay? didn't mind. Not it. bad. Now he is like the the quintessential. Uh, over the top, like limited that bad guy. He right? was very much kinda the mask, dicking around with Batman. Yeah. Right, he wasn't there to fight. He's there to just kind of cause some chaos. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones though, like kind of over the top, two face portrayal where he's just kind of like zany, like yeah, 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 yeah right. Whenever yeah. he turned from from his character, yeah, you know the origin of. Of Two Face is he originally was a really good person in Gotham, took uh-huh. care of it as their district attorney, and then was disfigured and went crazy. Feels like Gotham failed him uh-huh. after he worked so hard for them, and then now he still loves justice though, but his crazy side doesn't. So he flips a coin to make all of his decisions. I will say, I hate to say this. <laughs> yeah. I think I prefer that Two-Face to the Christopher Nolan Two-Face. You don't like Aaron R. Eckhart as Two-Face? I sure don't. To be honest, there wasn't a lot of screen time for him in that one or I to will, develop I, a lot of I that. won't argue he that. He kind of came just at the end of it. And also, it was the Joker movie, no matter I, what. I, like, yeah, yeah. I, I won't argue that. It was that. about that. So anyway, the Joel Schumacher stuff happens, okay? Uh, and then it, first it's Val Kilmer, Pretty Lips Val Kilmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had fe- lip gloss on, Yeah, dude. female interest is... Uh, Nicole Kidman. Yeah, I forget what her character's name is, though. It's not Vicky Vale. Who it's cares? Victoria or something like that. Who cares? Doesn't matter. And then you have George Clooney takes over for Batman. It gets even more hokey. You add more Robin and a Batgirl. Oh, Alicia yeah. Silverstone There's is in that one. a bunch of butt shots. Yep. You got bat nipples, right? It was like, bad. It's rough. Uh, and then at that point, you get Poison Ivy. Uma Thurman and like, wasn't working. You and get Mr. a Freeze. weirdo Bane. <laughs> and Anna Bane comes in for no reason. She like, like creates him. Yep, he takes toxins from the from her her flowers and or then something. Mr. Freeze. Honestly, yep. I didn't hate Arnold's Mr. Freeze. I mean, he Arnold he just, was great with his one-liners and stuff. He but, just wasn't yep. good as what the actual character of Mr. Freeze is. If I don't if I don't recall right. Or if I do, I'm pretty sure that Batman is in ice skates in this one. Yeah, he clicks his heels together and like and, little ice and skates. Little come ice out skates of pop out. And he has like the Batman credit card. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like they went they went as campy as the TV show in the modern it was era more so. for the time. It, it was, was it, it was, was rough. too much. It was rough. It was so, too much. So at that point, everyone was like, Don't do another Batman movie. These are getting bad. Please yeah. don't like like we gotta get out of it. And then uh Christopher Nolan gets an opportunity to bring Batman back. And I think yeah. everybody was like, oh, Christian Bale. I uh, don't know. He's I will an Australian say actor. Batman right? begins, I was kind of like, eh. Right, right. Now, do you, did you like it, though? It's fine. I mean, so it's, a problem is Ra's al Ghul was relatively unknown from a comic book standpoint. But I think they so, needed to do someone who hadn't been done yet. Right. So, so it was him and it was Scarecrow. Those yes. were the two villains. Uh, then they had the Dark Knight. Uh, and that one was Joker all the way. Heath Ledger's legendary performance. Yes. If you've seen it, you know what we're talking about. Uh, and then Two Faces in it too. Aaron yes. Eckhart turns into Two Face towards the end of the movie. Whatever. Uh, and then Bane comes back as a weird talking 
less ripped his voice. dude. Right, right. And if I'm not mistaken, it's Talia Al Ghul was in it. It's yeah, but I think it's Catwoman uh, that is really like the second yeah, character. Stupid. I do not like was, Anne Hathaway. It was Anne Hathaway as Catwoman, and she was like. I get where they wanted to go with her character, but she came off as more just like bougie and annoying to me than yeah. she did like sexy and and like mysterious. Yeah. So anyway, it didn't work for me. You know, I don't love the last one. Batman. Batman flies off into the distance, kills himself. Doesn't really. We don't know. It's one of those Christopher Nolan happening. endings. And then they introduce Robin at the end. Stupid. Which never happens. You know, nothing happens with you it. Go by your real name. Right. What are you talking about, Robin? Robin. Yeah. And then, uh, and then it's been dead. The series now until this new well, one. Well, I mean, is kinda. What you had, uh, Batfleck. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I wasn't. He never you're right. got his own movie, right? No, he never got Superman his own Batman. Batman movie. Yes, it Superman was Superman vs. Yep, Batman, yep. and then Justice League. He's literally a supporting character in every single movie. Yeah. So far, so yes, it's Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Where basically it's the the same old same old. He gets Kryptonite, figures out how to beat yep. Superman, and then why they, did you keep saying that name? And, and then they join at the end and they fight together. Stupid. Then, then the Justice League, and he's basically just built brings the team together, and then you realize through Stupid. the entire movie he can't do anything. He literally is in his. He's either taking people around or he's like using his machine to crawl up walls. The no, entire that, that's film. That's literally all he does. That's it. That's no, it. Yeah. And he even there's rarely any fights, and if he does, he. He kind of can defend himself, but it's nothing Kinda. crazy. Uh, and then, and then that's it. Th- he has like little parts there. in the first Suicide yep. Squad and shit like that, but like not. And now we've got a new Batman on the way. Pattinson with Robert Pattinson. Yep. Yeah. Uh, couple things. It's already had some rough get off the goes. Robert Pattinson, like. He... Well, and unfortunately, COVID happened right in the middle right. of this movie. It happened. I think he caught it. If I wasn't oh. mistaken, or he left the set when everything shut down. Yeah. Didn't work out the entire time. Came back looking like freaking Edward. And everyone was like, dude, you're Batman. Why you haven't been working out and eating right or anything like that? Well, he like definitely that? is a slimmer he Batman. Is. It's a unique but I think, take on the Batman. But yep. I think it needs to be that way because they had, Christian Bale was jacked. Yep. But then uh, Ben Affleck, they had him. So padded and stuff. Yeah, he's he in, looked he's bulky. in a muscle suit. He's in a muscle suit. Yeah, so, he looked bulky. So yeah, it's supposed I, to replicate Frank Miller's look. Well, of I him, was gonna but, say he almost yeah. this um the Robert Pattinson almost looks like Batman Beyond. Right, like he's yep. thin. Yep. More agile. Yeah, I would say that's pretty damn close to him. Uh, yeah. This is supposed to be a lot more brutal. Like, this is supposed to like, be the, like the most like gut wrenching Batman ever created. Yeah. So I'm curious if it's the villains that make it that way, or just his tortured character. Uh, but almost, it's it's going to get a lot of flack apparently for like mental disorders and stuff like that. So it's kind of it reminds me of the same way they did the Joker. Mm-hmm. Like where it's like dark enough that people are kind of like boycotting where that came from and his issues. So. Uh, it's the Riddler and the Penguin are the bad guys in this one. Oh, we didn't know the Riddler. Yep, the Riddler's in it. Who's playing the Riddler? I don't know. I don't know who the character is, but he's got like goggles on, so it's kind of a weird looking look to him. And I've seen what Penguin looks like and I'm not sold on it. Penguin just looks like Tony Soprano. Yeah, it's not great. So I don't know. I think Batman in other media, the comics and his lore and how everyone knows him, they've done it justice for a lot of times. The movies can be hit and miss. I feel like Christopher Nolan... Overall, and world building did a good job. I'd, I'd say Christopher so, Nolan and Tim Burton. Well, yeah, well, um, the first two, but yeah, honestly, for Tim like, Burton. Agreed. For me, yeah, for me, the most iconic Batman is 
Batman the Animated Series. So that's what I was going to go to is that if if you don't like the comics, if yeah. you don't dig the movies, if you don't do anything like that, the animated series is literally one of the best written stories it's and written so episodes good. Batman ever. the Animated yes. Series was on in the early 90s. Yep. It The animation is incredible. It's cool. It's, it's just its a cool style. style. Yep. It's and very noir. People have taken from it since Absolutely. with the style, but now, it, yes. It, it yep. created that literally is what created Harley Quinn. Harley if you're Quinn. a Harley Quinn fan, yeah. watch Batman the Animated Series so because they literally created her yep. for the show. Yep. Um, it's so good. It's like, I literally have watched it multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> I right. love that show so much. Each episode is incredible. Yeah. It's incredibly written. And it, it it's it, so good that it's like, it's a, it's suitable for adults, but it's also okay for kids. And we're introduced to Mark Hamill's Joker. Oh my God. Right? Like, like yeah. And um, Kevin <laughs> Conroy's Batman, yep. Mark Hamill yep. is Joker. You can't get any better than I that. I would say at that point, that gave you the iconic Batman voice and Joker voice that you will always remember. Yes. Yep. Uh, so I highly recommend that. I, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Tim Burton's for the Batmobile, but I would say this is the second, for me, second place Batmobile. It in the was very series. much it's taken awesome. some yep. of the lines and stuff yep. were obviously taken from the Tim Burton but it's cool it it almost reminds me a little bit of like a Chrysler 300 but like classic decked out like yeah. car <laughs> yeah. yeah um so are we done talking nope. about media okay nope so the last thing that i have okay. is the arkham Okay. I didn't want to jump in. No, no, no. I think that this is important because if you're going to talk about Batman 101, you should know where he came from in the media and where he's at. If you are not a gamer or you have never played the video games uh, for Batman Arkham, it's the uh, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight, right? Arkham Knight. Yeah, forget Origins. You could pass on Origins. Uh, that's also Black Mask, another person no one really cares about as a well, villain. Well, it was also done like, by a different studio, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I don't know if it was Black yeah. Rock. It's not, it's not so, good. It's not good. Anyway, Mark Hamill reprises his role. Same with Kevin Conroy. And Kevin Conroy as Batman. This story, the gameplay, the epic design, some of the best. You can almost feel like they're movies, again, to be honest. Absolutely. So, yeah. uh, in yeah. my opinion, um, those games are some of the best games period yeah i have I replayed agree. yeah let alone a batman game some of the best games arkham period. asylum yeah i think i that is a game i've played the most period it's so cool it it, it brings you into batman's gadgets so oh the, what God. you need to do to use them like there's a there is a uh boss fight with killer croc you don't actually fight him you walk across these floating uh like panels panels yeah on the water and if killer croc can hear you he'll jump up and eat you yeah so batman has to use like his echo and sound device to like know whether he's too uh yeah like fast and then there's another know. boss yep. fight where you're fighting mr freeze yep and you have yep. to like leave traps for him yep but you can't do the same trap twice because he learns yeah like they're scary he's scary too honestly he's like scary this, okay so <laughs> scarecrow Arkham As- like the oh my nightmare God. scenes arkham yep. asylum yep. is an incredible graphic novel it's it so, is so good yep. basically the bad guys take over arkham asylum yep. and basically they say you need to send in batman or we're gonna kill everybody right right yep so that yep. that graphic novel alone is bonkers right but they took this semi-short story yep and turned it into like an eight or ten hour video game that is 
so good. It's like, amazing. Like, so, I, I can't describe how like good this game is. The only issue people have with it is Joker at the end. Yes. Because he turns in. I mean, the, spoiler the alert. The very end boss fight kind of sucks. Yeah, Joker, Joker just turns into Bane, basically, and <laughs> he's really difficult. But I actually kind of like yeah. that they take that yep. as kind of the plot for yep. the second game. They do, yep. Because yep. now Joker has had some adverse reactions yep. from what happened, yep. and... Now there's other things happening. Right, he's dying. Yes. Yeah, and which is cool because now you almost, even though you're supposed to hate Joker and he destroys Batman, you like feel for him. Because like, he's dying. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Um, so honestly, like um, Arkham Asylum is incredible. The visuals are incredible. And you might think like, oh, whatever. Yep. It's seriously so good. I don't care that it's an older game. No. Fucking play No, the if Asylum you... and City. I would say both of those are yes. worth your time. And also, this is another reason people... Uh, liked Harley Quinn because her Harley, the Harley Quinn that's in that one is good. I don't love the costume design. No, sure, the costume might be lame. The character's yeah. cool. Well, she's in like a schoolgirl outfit in the in the first one, and yeah. then in the second one, she's in her traditional black and red. It's not like pants and. It's not her like Batman animated series no, outfit, no, 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 but no, no, it's no. closer. Yep. It is, but there um, is codes you can put in or what you learn, and then she gets back in that outfit, oh, which really? is cool. The That's animated cool. outfit, and Batman can be in the animated Batman outfit. Oh God, which I gotta is, play those games. Yeah, which again. is awesome. I gotta play those games again. They're so good. Um, no, dude. I uh, there's also a couple Super Nintendo games for Batman yep. animated series that yep. I think are really good. Uh, but truthfully, if if you're gonna play any Batman game. Play the Arkham just series. Pay, yeah, play the Arkham. Uh, yep. Honestly, yep. Arkham Asylum and Arkham yep. City. Just it's, do those. It's modern enough that hopefully you can understand the control scheme. You know, if you're not a retro game player. Oh, um, and, and and there's a reason that they keep remastering <laughs> yeah. those Batman games. <laughs> yep, because they are that good. They are that good. I agree. So, guys, uh, that's all I have for Batman. That's your Batman 101. Yes, we didn't get into, like, deep-rooted stories of where Batman came from, uh, like some of the deep-rooted stories of the villains. We'll save that for another 101. Uh, If you guys like our 101 series, let us know. If you're a Batman fan, let us know. If there's something that you think is important for the 101 series, send us uh, a message on our Instagram. Uh, Where can people find us if they want to do that? Um, Check out our Instagram, at Real Awkward Podcast. Um, We are on it all the time, so, like, you know... I, I, hopefully your message <laughs> won't get lost. Um, so check us out over there. Who dat? I do have one question for you, Andy, yeah. really quick. Who is your favorite Batman villain? Ooh, um, that's tough. Uh, it's funny because you initially talked about it that you didn't like him, but I like Scarecrow a lot. And I've always liked him because I think Scarecrow should be the Joker instead of Joker. Hmm. So I think when it comes to Batman and like recognizing Batman's fear and being able to like go at him mentally that yeah, way yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. Like, it, and I mean, in the games, it kind of dives in more, but he's like, I, he goes in and then mentally messes with Batman. Oh, yeah. Which is all, I mean, it's just epic. But I always have liked the Scarecrow's character mm-hmm. um, and how he looks. And I love what they did in the Nolan movies for me. Um, mm-hmm. and, and he comes back, I think, in the third one. He's in mistaken. all of them. Yeah. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. Dr. Crane. What about you? Um, I mean, you got a tattoo. Yeah. You probably forget about it because on your back. I do. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I would say uh, the, I love the Joker, but I yeah. think because of Batman the Animated Series. Harlequin. No. Oh. The Mark Hamill Joker. Oh, sure. Is yes. probably my favorite bad guy. I love the Riddler. Yep. The Riddler's and, awesome. Um, I, I like Harley Quinn a lot. Yep. 
uh, she's not my favorite bad guy. Yeah. But like Harley Quinn and the Joker, I think are a pretty good chaotic. It's team. a cool. D- it's a cool duo. Yeah. And not a lot of villains have a duo. Like, I think. I yeah. think the people who are like, I want a relationship like Harley Quinn and the Joker. You have problems. Yeah, that's messed up. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's I think messed up, man. As like a bad guy team, they're pretty cool. Now we didn't talk about other films, but uh, Harley Quinn has her own film series now and stuff yes. like that too. Uh, and so I think she's just gaining more traction. She's got, she's had her own comic books and some Bird, of the comic Birds of Prey books. series came out. Yeah, yeah. Some of the Harley Quinn comics are better than others. Yep. Um, there's TV shows now where Batman, to be honest, has completely disappeared and everybody there is else. the Harley Quinn show. Yep. It's her trying to like make it as her own supervillain right, on her own. Right. And she teams up with points and Ivy. Yeah. I'm not that far into it. So far, it's okay. Yeah, there's also, like, basically anybody that Batman has came into contact with or trained, like, left him and started their own group. <laughs> so yes. it's kind of funny, like, to see what he's birthed out of the DC series. Like, yes. a lot Teen of people Titans. have came from Batman. Teen Titans wouldn't be anybody without Robin. Yeah. And Robin was trained by Batman. So it's, like, it's cool to know that Batman has really, like, started this mass media mm-hmm. out of him. So yeah, guys, that is Batman. Uh, if you love Batman, then this is for you. Uh, as Amanda says, you should share it with someone, your mom, not your mom. God dang um, it. So yeah, share it with somebody. If you can review our show, we'd really appreciate it. Yes. Um, but yeah, man, that's all I got. Okay, guys, we will catch you on the next episode. Hit us up. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.